<laughs> I'm recording. Uh, we have two mid rolls. Okay. Okay, I am also recording. Uh, how how uh how you doing? How's your how's your snow situation? Well, the kids are having their second consecutive snow day. Nice. Um, at around three p.m. yesterday, we got the call from school saying that it'll be closed again today. Uh, they did close Wednesday night is when they announced they were closing for Thursday before a single flake had fallen. <laughs> and, you know, when that happens, I've got many of the friends, the parents who are like, oh, well, now it's not going to snow at all since they canceled early. And I was like, no, they're canceling because, look, it's coming. <laughs> at some point, it stops being weather forecasting and starts being <laughs> looking at the satellites. Um, and then it, 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 boy, did it come. And uh, by the way, you're John Bolton. Like, you're turning to around. Okay. So the Armstrong is stuck in Utah Boy, because of the snow. Oh, man, well, you know, one guy goes out and then all the, the formality goes out of the show. You jumped right in and I didn't want well, to pause. Yeah, like, but we're we already, usually we're do it. a little like, you know, we do a little. Uh, all right, formalize it up. I'm ready. I'm John Maltz. And I'm Lex Friedman. And <laughs> John Armstrong is not here. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, now I'm happy. You're right. You're right. We did This, this was better. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it was a lot of snow. Probably here, not quite a foot, but not too far off. And I have the um, I have an electric snowblower. I had an electric snowblower that was a plug-in one where you had to use a really long extension cord, and then I upgraded to a battery-powered one. And they call them snow throwers, um, <laughs> mostly millennials. They suck compared to a gas-powered <laughs> snowblower. Um, but I didn't grow up in a snowblower house. I, I didn't yeah, grow no. up in a gas-powered appliance house. I never had one. I don't want to have one. Right. So <laughs> four inches, five inches, it could handle. I'm going to say this, snow. and it's going to come out completely wrong, but I'm tired of pulling the chain on things. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I've never done it. <laughs> I've, I've um, done it, but, you know, just lawnmowers. And I, you know. Uh, so yeah. I... Uh, I, when I saw how much snow there was, I was like, Lauren, please find a plow company, which she did not, but eventually I did. She said no, and then you did it. How much do you think it costs to plow, uh, we'll call it 10 inches of snow on a driveway? What's your I, I really have no idea. Did you call Mr. Plow? <laughs> that name again is Mr. Plow. <laughs> um, $100 to plow the driveway. Wow. Man. It would have taken me probably three hours. And I decided I was worth $33 an hour. So that was, that was yeah, my calculus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see that. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's right. Billable hours. Right. Right. Um, and the kids are finally outside. We didn't let them outside yesterday because it was so cold yesterday. It's still very cold today, but less so. Mm-hmm. Are they doing the uh, traditional sorts of things? Um, hang on. <laughs> I'm doing a real time. You're getting here. a report. I see. <laughs> let's go. Uh, the, let's go. To the uh, the chopper. Oh, the the postal service is there. They're burying one of the kids in snow. So one of them is lying down, <laughs> and another is putting snow on top of her. That's fun. Well, now you're down um, a kid. Oh, now Sierra is literally <laughs> on top of Anya. I don't know exactly what's happening, but they're. Oh, I see Liam there too. They're doing snow angels, and then they're trying to figure out how to make like more creative snow angels. I don't see a snowman creation yet. Oh, I see they made a snow dome, which is like a poor man's snowman. Oh no. <laughs> I'm going to have to take a photo for you. There is like a dead snowman creation that they've made. I see the carrot nose. Um, but instead of making a snowman, like it's it's post-melted. So it's just the head like screaming up from the ground in pain. Uh-huh. 
Oh, I see. It's good. Okay. So they are like doing a the Calvin and Hobbes sort of. A... Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's uh, it is comical. <laughs> if I can get a photo of this for you, I will. There's a screen, okay. so the camera can't quite handle it, but it is, it is something. Yeah, but they're having some fun out there. Good. That's for sure. Yeah, that's well, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, when it snowed here, you know, it snowed here like uh, as I said like last week, right? Um, it snowed here Christmas Eve and through Christmas morning, and Hank, you know, there's there, there was really not enough to make <laughs> much of anything. A lot of people did. Yeah. It was the kind of thing where like if you made a snowman, you probably used all the snow in your yard, <laughs> depending on how big your yard was. Um, but like <laughs> so the yards around, it's a way here. to plow the driveway at the same time. Yeah, yeah, right. You could have, yeah, right. Well, the, and it doesn't like it if it sticks to the to the road it doesn't stick very long and i don't even think our i mean i you know it wasn't enough to worry about the you know like you couldn't really shovel you would just be scraping <laughs> the tarmac if you were trying to shovel so your driveway is, is this a great place to live should i be living where you live john i miss i miss huge snowstorms i loved oh. huge huge snowstorms um and karen hated them for years because she worked for the newspaper and so that you know whenever there was a big snowstorm they would get called in so she would have to go to work, you know, even if it was like on the weekend and they would do stupid stories like go out to the mall and interview people about the snow. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's snow. They say the same things about it every single year. Why are we going to the mall to talk to people, to talk to idiots about snow? It is bizarre, right? Like, what are you doing out here? Well, yeah, right. I thought I would come out. Cold enough snow. for you? Yes, it's <laughs> actually cold enough for me. And there is plenty of snow. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting what I have found is that many local businesses send a lot of email on snow days like we're open now that's alright I'm not getting my driveway plowed until 7am tomorrow morning so unless you're picking me up I'm not coming we used to have I mean I lived in Connecticut and my parents we had like a I mean I guess they had like a I don't know if the town did it but like someone would just come I mean we didn't have to call anybody they would just show up wow. look at this guy yeah and yeah right and i don't know if like global warming is not you know that's not a thing anymore i mean because it always seemed like i think i've said this before but it always seemed like when i was a kid like it would start snowing um like the day after thanksgiving and then it would snow through march (laughs) well (laughs) but that was was, of course not true in any way (laughs) right the seasons are changing for us though yeah like when it's warm versus when it's cold it's 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 off by about a month from what it used to be Mm -hmm. growing up which is interesting um also the insane cold here with uh i mean they've talked about all the different names for it but it's crazily cold much colder than you expect it to be in new jersey in january like comically crazily hmm. cold um like the high today is six degrees or something ridiculous jeez, yeah okay yeah um that's not true the highest 14 the lowest four um wow on that saturday is the cool. highest 13 the low is negative two like <clears throat> this Man. is it's abnormal yeah um, and they're saying it's like, there's so much, I know nothing about meteorology other than I took one semester of it in high school, <laughs> not college and it pushed But so Arctic air is getting pushed down to us. It's like, usually it's unseasonably mm-hmm. warm in all the places. Cause it's warm on the North pool, pole right now. Arctic air. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're getting the exactly colder. It. Yeah, we sure are. Hmm. Um, uh, but so it's cold. I did. I lit the fire yesterday. Now the shitty thing when your kids have a snow day and you can work from home is that they have a snow day and you have to work from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord doesn't play in the snow. She doesn't go out in the snow. So they wanted to go out yesterday. We're like, you know, it's too cold, but we let them out today, but she's not out there. They're just out there on their own, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't have the tolerance for it. I did, I did when I was a kid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, you I know, like I would stay out, minutes. like I would be out there all day when I was a kid. And now it's yes. like, eh, you know, like a half hour at a time is probably good. Exactly. Yes. And, uh, 
I don't know. I, I appreciate about kids that they can ignore the cold and just have fun out there. Yeah. Really good for them. Yeah. Have some fun. Yeah. Hank used to, I mean, you like, do, you know, yeah. when, we had, when we had big snows, we've been very few and far between, but he would just go out there and like, and, you know, we would, you know, try and force him to get gloves on. And then, you know, five minutes later, he'd just be, he'd, the gloves would be off and he'd just be like throwing snowballs with his bare hands. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. And like, as soon as you make that mistake and take the glove off and throw some with your bare hands, you can't put the glove back on because your hand is like too you, cold yeah, and wet right, now. Right. You're going to ruin the glove. Yeah. But he didn't care. He didn't seem to care. Whereas, like, if I did that, I would be done. I would be like, my, I would be running hot water over my hands for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, I don't know. I the what used to offend me as a kid is like it, everything looked perfect and the snow was so beautiful, and then they would come and plow the streets. Oh yeah, and, and I'd be like, who gives you the right? Like, I like the way it looked before. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why you got. Yeah, that's why when it happens snow. at night, you got to get out and walk in it. Yeah, that was always that was like you know just like walking through like and it sounds like there's no there's no sound. So I, I the night before the snow started, I got a bunch of firewood and put it in the garage. We don't ever put the firewood in the house. I don't put it by the house because they say that's how you get termites, or whatever. And so I'm super. I listen to all the internet rules and I don't do it. But last the night before the snow, I got a bunch of logs and put them in the garage. And then Thursday morning when it was starting to be very snowed in. I built the fire and the kids were hanging out by the fire and I told Lauren, you've got to watch it and you can add logs to it. And so she kept it going all day. And then later in the day, she's like, I'm running out of logs. I'm like, that's cool. I'm working. And the rest of the logs are a snowy walk away covered in other snow. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm on the last log. And I'm like, same answer as before. And then of course, I, I assume your house is still heated, right? <laughs> yes, you have electricity. Heat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, it's gas heat. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, but it's still morning, it's still flowing readily. It's not so cold that the gas is frozen. <laughs> Correct. I de- I debated putting on snow pants and trekking out, you know, just through the backyard to the logs and bringing more in. And then I, this is how that debate went. No, <laughs> so there is no not, more. Fire there was today. no debate. Yeah. 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 Huge. Uh, so my problem, you know, my problem is uh, like to get wood. I, I just have to. I have to go through rain. That's usually mm-hmm. the thing that I have to go through, which is which sometimes is, you know, because here it'll get down to like it'll be it'll be 33 degrees and raining. <laughs> that happens. That happens cool. frequently. Like it's like one extra degree. It could it could go down a degree and just snow and then it would be pretty. But no, it's not going to do that. It's just going to be freaking cold and raining. So don't move here is what I'm saying. Okay, don't move. There. Yeah. yeah now, do you get used to the rain? Or are you fine with yeah, it? Like, yeah, yeah, you... pretty much. Yeah, I mean, still, it takes a long. It does take, take quite some time. Um, and come, you know, like February, the end of February, you're really sick of rain. Um, and it can get like for years, it would get depressing. Uh, and then we uh, we took up skiing, which really helped a lot. And we haven't done that in the last couple of years, but I but I think we're still. I mean, this year in particular, we're driving so much every day that it's like, it's like who wants to get in the car and drive another hour on the weekend and go, <laughs> right? Even if it's to go skiing. Um, Plus, you know, the I don't know. My feeling is, if I could do nothing and be warm, that's better than doing something and being cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, then skiing is not doesn't sound like that's for you. It's not. Yeah, I've skied exactly once in my life. It was fine. I couldn't stand up. I, that was the hard part for me. Yeah, I I love it. Karen loves it. I mean, Hank seems to like it well enough. Um, and but he's mostly seems interested in going into the lodge and um, and getting cocoa and like French fries, right? Getting hot chocolate and sitting by the fireplace, yeah, right? Right. The I 
I don't know. It's I spend a decent amount of time thinking about the fact that I don't ski, my wife doesn't ski, and so my kids don't ski. Like it's not it's not on their radar. Yeah. And well, you probably don't have very good skiing day. near you anyway. You have to go to like you can you can go to New York or to the Poconos right. and find places to ski, but, but it's, those it's those it's can't be that hours. good. <laughs> the Pocono Mountains, really? Yeah, I can't. I just I have a hard time believing that. Well, you could very well be right. I'm totally not next. Yeah, but like I just feel like at one point they could say they could announce we want to do this, but. It's interesting how if you don't have that parental push, you're probably not going to do it. And so like, it's a, there's a long chain of Freedmans who've never skied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's expensive, too. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like golf. I mean, it's really yeah, the number one reason we don't do it is to save money. That's yeah. Um, so we have Crystal Mountain here, which is really nice. Um, so it's so it's kind of kind of spoil yeah no i mean we we're, we're kind of but we started skiing at snoqualmie which is less nice and it's like right near the freeway um but it's but it's a little slightly quicker to get to um and it was i think it's a little bit cheaper and cheaper it was cheaper to get lessons for hank um so th- that was good but the the lines are not as the lines are longer than at crystal in general i think and you're you're getting up it you, once you get up there it's not as nice um whereas you get up to the top of crystal and it's just freaking gorgeous and then we went in there and then we ruined ourselves like the, so I, I skied for years. I grew up skiing. And then I stopped when I started dating Karen because she was, she had heard, you know, about Sonny Bono getting killed and she wasn't going to go and skis. Like you're kidding. She killed Sonny Bono. So, um, and then we had a friend who worked for REI and got tickets to these, it was Warren Miller films. He makes these like extreme um, skiing videos and like it's people you know just like flying off of mountains and powder flying everywhere and it's you know rock music and and so we went with her to, to go see this Warren Miller movie and afterwards she was like I want to do that <laughs> let's sign up for lessons and I was like okay I'll get back into it so we did and then you know when we got Hank we got Hank into it but we always so the, the but the first year that we went skiing we kind of ruined ourselves because we um we finished the year by going to Crystal or not Crystal um Oh, now I forgot the name of the place in in uh, Vancouver. I said Vancouver. Um, I will Google Alaska. No, no, wrong. <laughs> this is stupid. Here, I'm going to give you time to look it up. Yeah, you do. I'm you do the thing, and then I'll, I'll 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 come back with my the thing that I should know off the top of my head. We have two what I like to call now classic turning this car around sponsors on the show today. Well, the first one I'm going to tell you about is Health IQ, and we've been talking about them recently. Started in late 2017, but they believe that the the best way to improve the health of the world is to celebrate health consciousness through social and financial rewards. So uh, what Health IQ does is they use science and data to give you lower rates on life insurance if you're a health conscious person like a runner, a cyclist, a strength trainer, a vegan or more. Skier. Uh, fi- the skier. That's right. 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. Those are savings that are exclusive to Health IQ. So, you know, car insurance companies give you discounts if you're a good driver. Health IQ gives you lower rates on life insurance if you live a health-conscious life. So, physically active people have a 34% lower risk of all-cause mortality, 56% lower risk of heart disease, and a 22% decrease in cancer mortality compared to people who remain inactive. So, to see if you qualify... If you're living healthy, if you're running while you listen to this podcast, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash TTCA or mention the promo code TTCA when you talk to a Health IQ agent. That's healthiq.com slash TTCA to get your free quote. I'm running while recording this podcast. Nice. Yeah. That's very impressive. Mm-hmm. You can't hear it because I filter it because I heavily filter it. Um, uh, Whistler is the place that I couldn't remember the name of because I'm an idiot. Got it. Uh, and I have... I have um, many problems but uh but which is which is just like one of the best places i think in the world and 
And then when we came back and like skied again at <laughs> Stockholm, we were like, oh, this is this Have sucks. you snowmobiled? No. See, I, I did that one. We went, I don't know if you remember the movie Dirty Dancing and that <laughs> resort that they go to. I think they go in the summer, but we went to one of those places in the winter and uh, they, you know, that's where I skied. They had this tiny hill you could ski down, whatever. Yeah. Um, but they had snowmobiles and I had never been on a snowmobile and I was terrified. Like, am I going to flip this thing and die? And the answer is no. If you are a normal well, yeah, person, yeah, you go at normal right. speeds, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and all you did was go and laps in this, you know, giant snow covered field, but it was so awesome. And I wish I had a life where I owned a snowmobile and snowmobile all the time. Cause it was like <laughs> incredibly fun. Maybe it gets tiresome. I don't know, but I was there for an hour just spinning around in circles and it was great. I highly recommend find a chance to snowmobile. Well, people who ski hate snowmobilers. So, well, don't do it on the same freaking hill as a skier <laughs> is my advice. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I don't think it's the danger factor. It's just the noise. Mm. So, I mean, I think it's more than noise. So, uh, no, I've never done that. Uh, snow, well, snowshoed, much less fun. Oh, and we used to, we, so we, before we downhill skied, before we saw that movie, uh, we cross country skied, which is just miserable. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds miserable. I thought you were going to say you uphill ski. It's very good exercise, and you would get a good rate from Health IQ. However, uh, it's it's freaking miserable. And I, ironically, it, it is good exercise, and you would get a good rate from Health IQ, but you would feel dead at the end of every <laughs> cross-country skiing excursion. And that's why you need the health insurance. Or the, uh, yeah. the, the, the life insurance. Exactly. So, yeah, so winters can be long here sometimes. Is uh, mm. is the a lot lesson. of a lot of wintry rain? Yeah, just wintry rain. Like, it's nice, you know. I mean, you know, and I, I, I love, I like, I like the rain, and I like the 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 pine trees, and um, just you know, and the, the nice thing, you know, like being close to the water, and also being close to the mountains is great. But, but yeah, I mean, it's not without its uh, pitfalls. I have a question for you. Okay, it's unrelated to this topic. I'm shifting topics. All right, please. Hank is an only child. Correct. Uh, he has friends come over to the house sometimes, that we know I assume. Of. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they they play stuff. <laughs> sometimes when kids play stuff, there can be conflicts. Yes. Uh, do you ever insert yourself or do you have them work it out themselves or what? What's your approach? Uh, there's a friend over and there's some kind of conflict. Try to have them work it out themselves, it, which is really hard to do because anytime I hear somebody like having an argument, my t- tendency is to jump in and like um, micromanage. And I <laughs> think I've gotten better at that where i'm just like okay no just let them let them do what they're gonna do until it seems like it's becoming a real problem like um you know like where it's where it's i mean i will let them like not have fun for a while (laughs) but yeah but if it seems like it's really going south and they're really not having fun and it's not getting any better like they're not resolving it because usually they will somehow yes i mean somebody might not be happy uh it might not i don't know it might not be fair but right they'll work it out I, I I don't know which thing bothers me more. I really don't. If if I feel like my kid is the wrong one or the wronged one, because <laughs> I overhear both. And like when your kid's the wronged one, it's awful. But then when they're the ones being a dick, it's like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, I think my that bothers me more. Um, it's right on the fence for me. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't want anybody to be shitty at my kids either. But like, you know, the, not that long ago, there was a group of kids here, and I heard one of the kids saying to one of my kids. I'm going to go home. I'm going to text my mom and ask her to get me um, if you don't stop doing this thing. And then it was Anya, whatever. She doesn't listen to the show. And Anya's like, eventually Anya does something that makes the kid laugh. 
And as soon as the kid laughed, Anya goes, well, I made you laugh, so you can't be mad at me anymore. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's my kid for sure. <laughs> and, um, uh, but, you know, I, I was very close to getting involved. And then they figured out when Anya made her laugh somehow. Uh, now, today, I was bringing it up in part because today, this morning, I made Anya cry. Both stories with Anya. Um, all three of my kids were playing Minecraft. And you've heard of it. And uh, they were on their iPads. <laughs> I wrote Minecraft. the book, man. And you literally did. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of it. They often switch. They, more recently, they, they have only ever played in, uh, I don't know anything about Minecraft. I feel so dumb now. But in the, the like, do whatever you want, there's no consequences yeah, yeah, in your yeah. actions um, mode. Creative. And creative. And then more recently, they've been experimenting with survival mode. And uh, Liam died and was mad and Anya broke a block that he had been working on and he was madder still mm-hmm. and they were fighting and I was like I decided that Anya, it felt like Anya was the instigator now Liam's also the younger one so he's going to be the one who's going to be more prone to cry and get upset or whatever yeah. I made her stop five minutes before the other two did and I made her come hang out with me and she was so mad she felt really wrong way and then she was crying and she's like well you made me cry so you should have to stop using your iPad and I'm like well I'm the adult so I can do whatever I want <laughs> Ah, well, I'm not playing Minecraft. I'm playing Monster. Uh, what is it called? Super Stickman Golf Three. Um, and while while I <laughs> police while I my children, um, they were in the other room. Whatever, but I don't know. It's like, it's tricky because you want them to resolve themselves. Yeah. But I know that an 11 year old and a six year old aren't always going to be able to resolve things. And some, oftentimes the six year old is going to be either taking things too personally or being a jerk. And I get that. But the 11 year old, I feel like has to recognize that they're dealing with a six-year-old. You're negotiating with a terrorist. You've got to figure out the right way to approach it. And my rule is always, if you guys can sort it out, I'm not going to get involved. But if you're going to be dicks, I'm going to end yeah. Minecraft time. Like it's, right. like it's a game. If you're not going to have fun playing it, then nobody gets to do it. Yeah. Like, and Hank, Hank can be very particular since because he is a, an only child and he's used to just playing it by himself. He doesn't want to have to negotiate with somebody because you know, why he does. He, when he plays by himself, he never has to negotiate with anybody. And so we you know when someone's over and and he has to do that. I think he he tends to be the one who is um, being more of a <laughs> of a dick. Prickly, than, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, then then usually the other person because most of his friends um, have siblings. Uh, and then we have these uh, he's got friends up the alley, and there's they are arranged as your children are arranged. There's uh, two older girls and, and a younger boy, and they come over, and I just think it's it's always like funny just because. Um, the boy often like is the one who um feels like he's he's left out like everybody else is um doing their thing and he's getting the short end of the stick and he is the one who will much more frequently turn to crying and stopping off than than anybody else obviously because he's much younger um yeah but they're funny they're funny because like they were playing minecraft the four of them were playing minecraft and it was time for them to go and I went over to like, you know, like shut the whole thing down and, and <laughs> shove them out the door, basically. And um, the I was trying to get like, OK, you know, finish up, finish, you know, like finish your thing, do what you're doing, you know, like, you know, like do the last thing that you want to do and let's we're turning it off. And um, somebody, you know, there are four of them. That are, so this is on the Xbox and there's four of them playing and they all have controllers <laughs> and like yep. trying to figure out who the one is, who is key, who is still going and like not listening to me and i'm assuming that it's like hank or the little the boy um because they're you know two of the younger one the one of the older right. the oldest girl is older than any of any of them um and then hank is about the in between the two girls and then the little boy anyway um 
And it turns out it's the it's the oldest girl. She's just like sitting there being like not listening to me at all and just going on her merry way. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? I thought you would be the like the more mature of like and you're you're the troublemaker. I love that. Yeah. I mean I there's a disagreement in my house between me and Lauren with a parenting thing related, I think, to the topic you described. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. I'm going to tell you after I talk to you about this. Uh, making New Year's resolutions is one thing. Sticking to them is another. So you're going to find the Lex-Lauren conflict after this. But making New Year's resolutions is one thing. Sticking to them is another. Whether it's resolving to get to the gym more or eating sweets less, there's one thing that can help regardless of resolution, making sure you sleep well. Most Americans get less than the recommended seven to eight hours of sleep a night. If you're one of them, Science proves getting more sleep will make it easier for you to hold fast to your goals. The Sleep Number Bed lets you choose your ideal comfort and support on each side. It's the perfect bed for couples, especially if you go to bed angry like Lauren and I do when we get to the same thing we're talking about. Their newest beds are so smart, they actually sense your every move and automatically adjust, so you stay sleeping comfortably throughout the night. They even have an adjustment for snoring. Does your bed do that? Spoiler alert, no. Don't miss the best bed for couples at the lowest prices of the season. Come in now and save 400 to $700 on the most popular Sleep Number mattresses. You will only find Sleep Number at sleepnumber.com slash turning or any of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide, be sure to tell the Sleep Number rep that Turning This Car Around sends you. One more time, sleepnumber.com slash turning, or uh, go to one of their stores nationwide and tell them Turning This Car Around sent you. So here's the thing that Lauren and I disagree about, is uh, she thinks the kids take a long time to get ready. So she tells them to get ready before they need to be ready. Mm. Mm-hmm. But now everybody is trained in exactly the wrong direction. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, they know when she says you need to get ready now that we're not leaving for 15 minutes. So they don't want to go get ready because we're not leaving for 15 right, minutes. Right, right. And uh, sometimes when like I get especially frustrated about it in the winter, if they go out and they're sitting in the car and I'm like, you're not ready. And she's like, well, they're not ready. Like, they're literally in the car <laughs> uh, freezing. And so I'll tell the kids, don't get ready because you're going to be cold. It's a source of agreement. Um, so I just wanted you to know that. I don't have a solution. I just Yeah, I don't know what the like, solution to that is either because um, like, so Karen takes Hank to school in the morning and um, she'll be upstairs like, you know, getting ready herself. And then she'll come screaming down and like, we got to go. go right now. Let's go. Everybody. And it's like that. I feel like that's not. <laughs> that's not like a good start to like calmly getting him to school so right for a kid who does you know in general doesn't like school although he's doing much better in the school um but uh it's uh you know I'm, I'm, I'm all like let's all calm down let's let's all make sure everybody's happy <laughs> and that's that's it's, not helping the um i'm definitely one of those early is on time on time is late kind of people um, I have taught my kids my mantra early is on time, on time is late, and late is unacceptable. Um, every once in a while, somebody says that on television, and then my kids get super excited to hear somebody else say that besides me. <laughs> but my kids can chant it for me. Um, Lauren thinks she's on time if she gets to the parking lot at the minute you're supposed to be at the place. But I think you're on time if you're in the place before it becomes that time. Hmm, I you see. I'm I mean? not I'm not that good. I, there's no way I, I would. <laughs> I, I can't take credit for it. I was brought up this way and like, I can't shake it. I feel, I feel physical pain if I'm not doing it. Like my parents were early to everything. Uh, the only thing I'm willing to be, arrive at exactly on time is airports. Like I want to spend no time in the airport. Mm. And I want to walk right onto the plane. I don't mind. I don't feel the panic. I know there's always more flights, like whatever. <laughs> and 
I've never missed one. I've literally never missed a flight. So I just I, I often get to the airport, walk, go through TSA pre, and then walk oh, see, onto the yeah. airport. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm already I'm already a nervous wreck when it, you know, it comes to air travel. So yeah, it's like right. I got I got to get there relatively early. I don't I don't like getting there. You know, I don't like, I don't really like getting there two hours early, but. I want to get there like enough with enough time that I'm calmly walking onto the plane and not like you know running down uh, the gangplank and Wait! yeah as they're closing the door right yeah we, one time one time we got to the airport we were going to Mexico and we we get to the airport and we go in and um, we check you know we go to the check check through everything and um, and we're like hey we're early let's go to the bar and so we it's just me and Karen. And so we go to the bar and then we you know, we're attacking this guy. This guy we buys us some beers and we're having a good time. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, we're like, oh, we got to, okay, we should probably, you know, like, probably wrap this up. And I'm, and I'm like, I look at the ticket. I'm like, you know, this is back when we had printed out tickets. And I was like, oh my God, this, yeah. we're in the wrong section. And so mm-hmm. we were like, we run, we start running and we run down, like, we, you know, we go out through the thing. Yeah. Um, and then we run down the inside part of the or the outside part of the airport and i mean not literally outside but um outside of security and then go through the security thing and after we get through the security thing we're like i was like oh shit i was reading my seat assignment (laughs) (laughs) we were in the right place and you had to go back so we have to go back yeah, did you make the flight? We made the flight. Yeah, yeah. You were there too early. I'm we were. We, we were probably. Yeah, that I'm sure we, were, we were definitely there too early, and we had way too much to drink in the bar. <laughs> but we weren't flying the plane, so uh, no. Yeah, you're fine. Oh my god! I so because I do fly a lot for work, I always end up in the you know United status, whatever, and so I go to the United Lounge if I am at the airport early. Um, when I'm leaving to come home again, I often get to the airport a little bit early because like. I'm coming home. And so it's like, what am I going to do? Go to work extra time or stay in a hotel room extra time? I'd rather go somewhere where I can get free alcohol (laughs) and you can get free alcohol at the United lounge. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's hilarious because you can pay extra to get fancier things or get the free regular things. And I'm totally a person who's content to have free alcohol. It tastes better than alcohol. I have to pay Mm -hmm. for Even if the alcohol you pay for is better. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I have I have drunk plenty before flights. <laughs> like, it's, I only ever get bumped to first class if it's like a six in the morning flight where I'm like, well, I'm not even going to get the mimosa because I'm going to work. Yeah. Um. So you don't get any of the free booze. Like I'll, I'll get a seltzer with lime so I can feel fancy and that's about it. Yeah. But um, if it's a if it's an afternoon or evening flight and they're offering me free alcohol either on the plane or before I get on the plane. I will consume that alcohol in healthy quantities or in unhealthy quantities, depending <laughs> on your perspective. I would as well. Although I don't, obviously I don't fly enough to, uh, to enjoy those rewards. Yeah. Well, it's, I would say enjoying the reward is probably overstating it, but yes. But take it, take it, take advantage of those rewards. Yes. Yeah. Uh, flying does suck. <laughs> I, I wish I could enjoy it, but I don't, I like being other places, but, um, I just don't, I don't like getting to other places. Yeah. You're a nervous flyer, man. I want to fly with you sometime. I'll hold your hand. Oh, yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm a real, a real treat. <laughs> That's like, like Hank you, is such a better traveler than I am. I mean, he's just, he's there and he's like, he, and he's interested in everything that's going on. Like, you know, looking out the window and, and, you know, wants to know what the, what the meal options are and all that. And I'm just like, <laughs> because um, it's going to go down, which, you know, as we have learned in the last week, um, you know, knock on wood. Doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. It has not happened uh, of late. The um, man, oh man, I, 
I um, my kids love flying because they consider it like iPad and movies and snack time, and that's all they do on planes. Mm-hmm. So they love it. Lauren is a very nervous flyer. Lauren made me a more nervous flyer for a while, and I eventually re outgrew that. I guess. Um, I so but, so your your nervousness is this plane might crash. That's that's, yes. that's the number one concern. Yes. Okay. And the stupid thing is, I mean, the thing that I, I makes me the most nervous about it is not takeoff and landing. Um, it's um, it's turbulence. Turbulence. Yeah. yeah. Which is not really what's going to kill you. <laughs> I my mom loves to tell a story of we were flying from home from Israel, uh, and the plane lost an engine over the ocean and turned around to go back, and uh she she was being very quiet and looking odd, and I said, "What are you doing?" And oh, and there was a thunderstorm. <laughs> and, and she goes, "It was very." And God was very angry with the half engine, and I, and I well, that's just it. I go, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm praying that if the plane crashes, that you live, even oh, if I die." Yeah, I and I responded, so. "Pray harder." <laughs> <laughs> I think you could actually say that out loud if you're praying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mom. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mom. Well, it worked. We all lived as it turned out. Oh yeah. Well, she's well, she's Except one for engines. she's one for one, right? <laughs> Should have been praying for the engines, and then that's, we would have yeah, really, yeah, yeah. But see, yeah, that's oh, the crazy, yes. and that's the other crazy thing is like the thing lost an engine, and you know everything was fine. Yeah, it's like I'm driving down the freeway, things. and my car loses the engine. Probably not going to be okay. Right. And I, I don't remember if I told you this story, but the, the, the worst flying. This is not a story to tell John Moltz. So John, don't listen. <laughs> but yeah, flying home. <laughs> I'm just going to turn uh, fly, off right now. <laughs> flying to Los Angeles uh, years ago. It was a different job. Flying to LA for work. And um, early into the flight, like 20 minutes in, the captain comes on. And he's like, uh, the pilot, I guess. And he's like, uh, folks, the flight attendants are going to come through and show you the brace position. <laughs> and <laughs> they do. He's like, uh, here's the story. I don't want anybody to panic because we're fine. We are turning around, as you might have felt. Nobody ever feels like you're turning around, by the way. We were turning around, as you might have felt, and we're heading back towards the airport. Uh, none of my uh, controls indicate it, but uh, another plane that was above us says that our right engine uh, is on fire. <laughs> so we're going to be landing. <laughs> uh, and I'd like you to assume the brace position while we do that. And I'll tell you when I want you to brace. The command will be, brace, brace. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the command will be, like, oh my God, we're crashing. Yeah. Oh my God, we're crashing. This was post, you know, smartphone. It wasn't iPhone era yet. It was probably 2007. I mean, early iPhone era, 2007, 2008. And so people were on their phones trying to like send their last messages to be sure. <laughs> and so right. then the control brace, brace. And he said it a third time. And I was like, you said the command was going to be two times. And he said it three times. Does that mean I have to brace even harder? <laughs> and I don't fit in the seat in the first place. And now trying to fucking assume the brace <laughs> does not work. And uh, then the plane lands and we are just surrounded by fire trucks and ambulances just like all down the runway They're just everywhere and it's like it's in theory should feel reassuring but to me it was much more terrifying than else. Like, we are surrounded by emergency recovery personnel yeah. like they, well that would, be the, sure. that would be the worst to have a safe landing and then like burn up yes. in the plane <laughs> well so that, like I, I i'm sure i don't know i doubt they did but like my head is me like if i keep looking will i find the body bags like is there a morgue truck nearby now and so then the plane stops we're still trying there's, to just, there's a won't. guy there's a guy in a comically large black hat with a, <laughs> with like with a, a black tape. bolo tie and he's just he's got his fingers steepled and he's just tapping them together <laughs> like he, so, he, he walked out of the uh, the haunted mansion at disney 
they won't let us out of the plane. They won't open the door. And the captain's like, uh, you might have noticed we haven't opened the door of the plane. Um, it's because uh, the fire chief has to complete his inspection of the exterior of the plane just because we don't want the rush of oxygen when we open the door to ignite anything in the plane and, and hurt the people inside or outside. So just in case there's going to be any kind of explosive oh event. He didn't say it in exactly these terms, but that was the point. He's like, yeah. it could make the fire happen if they open the door. Right. So we're going to not open the door yet. We're, we're going to um, show you these pictures of what happened to the Apollo 1 astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually that was off and we find now the craziest part was they're like all right we're gonna get a new plane and we'll be taken off in two hours and about <laughs> half the plane did not go which i totally understood but i was like if i don't go on this repeat flight i will never fly again yeah. i will become john Moles yeah right i have right. to get on it and so i did yeah. and i went in and i went into my boss and i'm like i need different work here <laughs> i don't want to work on the bullshit anymore <laughs> and i did change what my role was at the company that day hmm. 